1: You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
2: This one is called The Pants. Take eight.
1: Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best looking guys on the radio.
3: Welcome to The Funniest Thing. Yes. Where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes.
2: That is correct. I'm Daryl. And I'm Ed. And we're
3: broadcasting live from middle school studios in beautiful Culver City, the heart of Screenland. Yes. You know what, Ed? What? You can relax. You know why? 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 Because your example is the sermon.
2: That's right. Today's show is called Your Example is the Sermon with Robin Owens. It's time to let yourself off the hook, drop your guard, and be yourself. The worst lie we tell ourselves is that we are not good enough as is. This limiting belief cuts us off from others and from God's love. We feel like an outsider perpetually trying to prove otherwise. On this episode, Daryl and Ed share how the carefree approach always makes the best impression. And during the second segment, Professor Robin Owens gives us an honorary degree in self-acceptance with today's Daily Word, which is friendly. (sighs) Oh, man, this is great. The Man, reading that is just so perfect for... Uh, me right now. It's funny. I'm having one of those days where part of my head is going, who am I to even do this show? Why am I doing it? Because there's so much like crap coming up in my own head. And, um, but you know, like we said, our example is the sermon. So it's perfect.
3: And you know what, Ed? That's right. I never learn till I treat the concern. I know. And I've been
2: practicing this (laughs) all week because I was telling my wife about this. It's like, when you really when I really look at what my mind is saying about a situation that's bothering me, like really look at what the thought is, like identify it like I've never been good enough or people are always like letting me down. It's like they're pretty extreme statements when we really are willing to look at what our mind is concerned about. Remember, I told you I had to call the auto insurance the other day and my, I felt bad for a moment. And then my, I looked at the thought, what thought's going through my mind? That What's the concern? They're not going to pay for this. So, I just turn once you turn the concern over and realize, like, how um, it's our minds come up with these pretty extreme fears when we really step back and look and are able to look at, like, wow, that's what was bothering me. I like, no one ever takes care of me. I'm always on my like when you really step back enough to look at that, you know, and realize that that concern. But we all do it. We all that's why our example is our sermon by living this stuff. We, uh, are are an example for others. We don't have to be super Superman or Superwoman or any of these things. We just got to share our real-life experiences and how we apply these tools, and that is the most inspiring thing because we're talking to other people that are just like us. So uh, I've learned a lot this week. So should we do the breaths since yes. that's what it's all about? All right. Yeah. Uh, so let's take a deep breath now. Uh, uh. I never learn... Until I treat the concern. Ah. I never learn
3: until I treat the concern.
2: Ah. I never Never learn learn until I treat the concern. concern. Ah.
3: Angels put everything in perspective.
2: Did you want to read that that Emmett that came on, or did you want to say something before that?
3: Um, I could read the Emmett. Why not? Yeah, we got we actually got two little Emmets I could read back to back. And when, we, when we're saying the Emmets, we're referring to a book that's that's one of the books we read in our morning routine. And if you're a regular listener, you probably heard us talk about the morning routine and how much we recommend it for not only just sound mental health, but also to really transform your life from the inside out. And what it is, is instead of jumping out of bed, if you're a new listener, instead of jumping out of bed and racing into your miserable day, try this experiment. Set the alarm clock just a little earlier, Regardless of what your mind is telling you, especially if it's telling you, no, 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 I got a lot to do. I need my sleep. Right. That means you probably need this more than you realize. Yes. Said it a little earlier before everyone else is up. Right. So you can have some time by yourself. Right. Enjoy your coffee, tea, or whatever it is you do. It's just whatever inspirational books you enjoy and... Then just take a time to listen to those thoughts that start to follow that positive reading, which usually are positive, and then you could jot down whatever it is that you believe needs to be done by you that day, your to-do list.
2: Yeah, and and let me just say, though, that's the meditation is what you're talking about with following your thoughts. Take some time to just sit quietly and breathe, because it may not be positive yet, but sometimes you do the reading to break up the rocks in my mind. I'll do it to read, you know, to get my mind loosened up and then I'll do the meditation. There might still be some lingering negativity, but I'm just breathing, ah, just letting go. And and uh like you said though, the the those thoughts do tend to then take hold during that meditation.
3: Yeah, because uh meditation doesn't mean thinking about nothing. Mm. Meditation means watching your thoughts. Not latching on to everyone, especially the scary ones. Yeah. But more, more more importantly, and all the great um spiritual leaders say this, Emmett Fox, all of them. Right. It's actually gently guiding your thoughts back into a positive, harmonious yes. direction. And yeah. they'll move in that direction quicker right. than you think because that's the natural order of the universe
2: yeah and the first part that like you said I i I heard a man talk about um the about meditation he teaches meditation and he said which is something that I agree that I found true is that it actually in the beginning let your mind wander yes. all the stress is when we're trying to control our thoughts each thought trying to control reality so it's actually let your mind wander for a little bit. Don't try to control it. Let it go for a minute. Let it run wherever it wants to because then you'll be able to, as you release that control, then you'll actually do it, be able to do what Daryl just mentioned, which is then start guiding your mind into the flow of life.
3: Well, because your mind wants to go in a positive direction. Yes.
2: Yeah, so all that resistance is like holding onto the side of the river while it's trying to pull you toward your good. Life is like that. It's trying to pull us toward our good. And the the pain and for what I've been realizing that's why I've been treating the concern lately what really wears me out is not anything that's happening in life it's the my wheels turning to try to control things that are beyond my control to try to keep it all in order in my head that's what gets me tired ah uh, so yeah so anyway the, so this reading is about how your life
3: well, is well yeah you know what i'm going to read yeah. this one first and then go into that one all because right, now that what you shared makes sense okay So this is from a morning reader, and the Emmett we're talking about is Emmett Fox, and one of the books we recommend to kick off your day in the right direction or a healthy direction is Around the Year with Emmett Fox. And any of the books you hear us read from, unless otherwise noted, you could find on our reading list at DarylNed.com. We don't make any money off any of the sales of these books, but we make it easy for you to find them online so you don't have to go searching on your own. Excuse me, and this is from May twentieth, which was today. Isn't it funny how things come together? I read this this morning. I go, oh, this is perfect for the show. Okay, it's called. The title is "How Do You Feel?" Really, there are only two feelings that a human being can have, namely love and fear. It is generally supposed that the kinds of feelings we may have are legion, but this is an illusion. All other feelings, so called, will turn out upon analysis, to be either love or fear. And that's what you were explaining when you said, wait, all these other fears that are running around just come, I mean, all these other thoughts that were tormenting your brain about the insurance company, those were just all just little offshoots of the underlying concern,
2: which was fear of lack. Right.
3: I won't have money for this. It's going to cost me money. Yeah. Which is nothing.
2: Also, it's the fear that for some reason, for no reason at all, someone's going to like shut me down or not give me like what I paid for. Oh, there's so many lack thoughts in there. It's crazy. Yeah, so when we uncover the bottom thought is, okay,
3: this is just fear sparking all this stuff. Yeah. It kind of takes a lot of the power out of it. Yes. So he goes on to say, joy, interest, the feeling of success and accomplishment, the appreciation of art are allotropic forms of love. The great difference between the two feelings is that love is always creative and fear is always destructive. It is for us to decide which of these two feelings shall hold sway in our lives. And it really is a choice every day. Of, You know, like it says, uh, you know, in the Bible, who am I going to, you know, follow today?
2: Right. That's right.
3: You know, choose this day. Yes. Who I'm going to serve. Is it going to be fear or is it going to be love? Right. And the mistake is to see confidence and courage as a means to overcome or bulldoze over my concerns. Right. And that's just fighting fear with fear because yeah. I used to think I just need courage and confidence to get through this. Right. But that's that's really not the correct. That's just seeing courage and confidence is something they are not. That's right. They're not tools for me to self-will my way through a fear. That's just fear is self-will. So I'm trying to fear my way through fear. But the whole topic of this show is when we relax into ourselves and I put my allegiance in my faith in God, that God's going to meet all my needs. Right. And then the trick for me is to switch to how can I best love in this endeavor? Yes. Once I switch to not how am I going to win them over or how am I going to get what I think I need to get right. or else, Right. but instead, even with your situation, there's been many, many times where I go, wait, minute, I'm just going to focus on being loving to the insurance agent. Yeah. <laughs> and, man, it changes. And forget about me getting whatever it is I think I need to get. I mean, just recently, I was applying that. And in this case, the insurance. Um, Adjuster. The, no, well, the insurance claim was denied. Uh, oh, right, right. In the end, you know, it was denied. But because I was so full of love throughout right. the whole situation. I was, it didn't, it wasn't like, oh man, I didn't, I got denied after being a, you know, right. they're fine taking my money for 20 years, but then when it right. comes out to, it, none of those thoughts dug in or even came to mind. Well,
2: it sounds like they came to mind, but they didn't dig well, in. Well, they
3: they came to mind earlier, <laughs> no, earlier, before I called. Right, right, Because right. remember, before I called, that's when that's I what was- That's
2: what I'm saying. Like that, That's the moment where if you acknowledge them and let them go, you're better off.
3: Well, I had to switch to love though, yes. because- Those thoughts make you think, no, use courage courage and bully your way and make sure they... Well, I think a (sighs) lot of
2: people are afraid to even look at what the concern is, you know, like afraid to even acknowledge like that that for me sometimes that that's what the thoughts are. So even being willing to go, okay, that and then like you said, if you've been having fear for a long time and you've just been afraid of what's even going on down there, you think it just means life is bad. It's not. You just have thoughts like we're describing inside of you. And then like Daryl said, the switch is not confidence. Just means with faith. Yes. Courage is like centered in your heart. Yes. Neither one of these things is like putting your shoulder down and, and like getting so amped up on adrenaline that that you just push through. It's actually waking up from the nightmare of fear and going in back into love. Like Daryl just described Well,
3: the story gets better. Yes. Because then I just go, because then I was starting to think, well, you know what? Nothing happens by mistake. My needs right. are always met. Right. So during this whole, this only happened, what, four weeks ago? Right. Four weeks ago. And during this time, right. When we had water damage and a whole bunch of other things going on that were unexpected at the house, yeah. I was also on top of it all trying to, applying to refinance. Yeah. To, applying to refinance. So the appraiser came a week ago, does, you know, shows up. And I just, instead of thinking, oh, I hope they think the house is gonna. Uh, it probably went down. You know all these crazy thoughts. I just said, you know what? I'm just gonna be loving to this woman, and that's all I was. We talked about the dogs. We right. did this. We did that. I, and I also know, don't follow her around. Just let her do what she's doing.
2: Yeah, because that can be the fearful thing. Yeah, trying the, the the very the last thing we really want to do, but fear will have us doing what you're talking about. Yes. Yeah,
3: so I had to decide yeah. to just let her do her thing. I said, if you need me, let me know. She said, okay, we'll do. And the appraiser, the appraisal came today. Yeah. And guess what? What? During this whole year, that's the seemingly negative year. Right. My, my house in one year, actually, God gave us an extra $250,000.
2: Wow. In equity. So That's more, awesome. I
3: know. This is crazy.
2: Yeah. You know, in my case, real quick, when I called the lady, for the, the insurance people for AAA, someone <laughs> in an electric bike was going crazy in the parking lot, didn't know how to ride it. <laughs> and, uh, someone wait, b- crashed into the side of my wait, car.
3: He used your car as like one of those stopping pads?
2: Yeah. And, and the funny part was I got in my car like relaxing and I saw this guy walking toward me making eye contact. And this is another example. My concern was... Who's this guy? Like, what is he going to start to trouble? He's like a unique looking fellow. But he kept getting closer and looking. And finally, I just let go and went into loving, like you said. And I rolled down my window. And he's the guy. He, he had witnessed it. He pointed. I wouldn't even know what, how that happened if he hadn't. Been there, know. and you, so that would have made it even more oh. of a conundrum. Or it could have been worse. You would have been thinking, "Where did this happen?" I know. I would have but, had no idea. Or
3: you could have parked it at the school because it was on the passenger. Yeah. Oh, on, I could have blamed it on someone the, in the car uh, in the school uh, park next to you. Because when it's on yeah. the pa- I know for a fact when it's on the passenger side, yeah. I never know about it, right? Because it, you never go totally. in and out of that
2: side. So what's crazy is he walked up. He told me about it. He get, eventually even gave me his information so that I could he could be the witness. For um, and it turned out in the f- moment of fear and like the voice of telling me, oh, everything's against me. It looked like a big deal, but you even saw it. It's not even that big of a deal anyway. The the but it's enough that I want to get it fixed anyway. But the thing was, I, I I was calling the adjuster or the the AAA person, and I and I've been practicing this. So I said, I just said, I'm just going to peek down. I'm going to be. This is where courage is. Yes, I'm going to look down inside myself and see what is that voice telling me. That's causing this fear. And it was, like I said, like they're not going to pay or something. So I just said, all right, God, I'm just turning over that concern. This lady, a woman came on and she was so friendly and so happy to help me. And it took like all of maybe three to five minutes, this whole conversation to get me to the next step. And the best part was I told her, I said, I I said, I'm so thankful and appreciative of your help because I told her that before this, I had said a prayer. Because I was a little emotional about it, you know, I was bringing stuff up, and I and I said, "You were the perfect person. You were the answer to my prayer. Yes. Thank you." And she was so delighted, yes, by that. So that just made me even higher, yes. It was amazing, and yeah. So this
3: is what it's all about. This
2: is when your example is your sermon. Like you know, we all know that like someone spe- preaching about spiritual things, and they're not living it, and they're trying to get everyone, and even myself, if I am doing that, it's it's very off putting. Because really, it's trying to. That's the opposite of treating the concern. That's trying to treat the conditions like I'm going to change everyone else, right? Because I'm concerned that they don't know about this stuff or whatever. But when we live it, and it's this, it's calling insurance. It's Daryl with, you know, this is. If you had seen all of the factors that Daryl had to face with, to get to the point and actually still choose to be loving and not be defensive or guarded or whatever, you know, like. To actually, switch into loving that. In these type of things, this is when we are living this stuff. But that's the high. Yes, like, it's not about receiving no. what
3: I think I must have. No, it's the it's this joyful exchange with people. Right, it start. It makes me feel like I love this world and I love the people in it. And then it's that feeling yes. that attracts more prosperity. Yes, it's that feeling that if it doesn't come from the yes. insurance adjuster, we'll just forgive it. No, God is going to yes. bring it, and it will be brought. But the main thing that helps make that decision possible yeah. is acting with love That's instead right. of fear That's in these right. situations. And then that is the that joy. That's what we're all just here for anyway. Yeah. You know, I should read this real quick.
2: Yeah, read that. I got a good one, too, from Martha Smock. I just got a new resource from Unity, a Martha Smock book.
3: And That's, then I want to read the end of this special one because this goes exactly. All right, this, so, yeah, I we got some it. great
2: readings These, here.
3: We didn't know what readings are going to work like every show, but then we start talking and God takes over and everything yeah. seems to come together. So this is from May nineteenth. Yeah, we are around the year. We, we are a living
2: example that your example is your sermon. And this is
3: this one's titled "Your Great Opportunity." Your great opportunity. Your present problem is your great opportunity your own mind the secret place as jesus called it is the council chamber where the arrangements and decisions for your whole life are made it is also the drafting room where the plans for your destiny are formed your life is your laboratory your world is your workshop when we just think of life like that like we're all just here to experiment with these with the willingness to cooperate With spiritual principles that are as real as gravity, the law of gravity, then we're thrilled by the results. He goes on to say, the reason that you are here is that you may develop spiritually. And the way to do that is to meet the challenge of practical life. Wow! You do not develop spiritually by running away from life into some sheltered retreat, nor do you grow in spiritual stature by gaining your point through willpower. It is the difficulties that it is, it is the law that any difficulties that can come to you at any time must be exactly what you need most at the moment to enable you to take the next step forward by overcoming them. And when they're talking about overcoming them, it really is transcending them. When I switch to love instead of preparing for battle
2: yeah it's really it's amazing for one that they call he's so so right how many people in our lives have told us like dugan always would tell this to you but when we face everyday challenges that those are our great opportunity because if we can apply love to those we grow so much it's amazing
3: and the joy is in the overcoming
2: yeah yeah and and, you know the real overcoming is. is unlocking our own mind out of fear and realizing, I'm so much more powerful. Why did I ever believe I had to lash out (laughs) or walk around and try to, even though I wasn't happy, I was trying to prove that I knew more. than All these things that lead us into misery, it's the overcoming of those things so that we realize we're already in the kingdom. And I just got this book. It's called messages we need to hear it's martha smock it's a book of her readings it's uh,
3: free at unity you could click on our website at free readings from unity
2: daryl and com. yeah and get
3: this order really good
2: i just got it yesterday and i just brought it here and i just highlighted one bit where she says it's from D- divine order does it just happen she says if we accept the premise that god works through us then we see that divine order is a result of letting uh, god work through us as a result of getting ourselves in tune with the ever-present power within us. When we affirm divine, divine order, what are we affirming? I think that, first of all, we are affirming something about ourselves. We are affirming that we are in tune, that we are in divine order in our inner selves. We are affirming divine order in our thoughts and feelings, divine order in our attitudes, divine order in our ability to discern needed steps, divine order in our use of good judgment and, We tune in, as it were, to the overall idea of divine order, which is just another word for the power of God at work. In this oneness with God's power, we may become channels through which this power flows. It may be in small matters. It may be in some very important and life-changing matters.
3: Ah, man. This is what it's all about, folks. I'm going to read something that you would probably never think that Daryl Fazar would be reading from. At least I didn't. I don't know who gave this to me. I can only assume, but I, I, so I don't even know. But someone gave me this a long time ago. It's a two-page Xerox copy right. excerpt from a book mm-hmm. called Dying to Be Me. Wow. The subtitle is A Journey from Cancer to Near Death to True Healing, and it's by Anita Morjani. But listen to what she says. It sums up our whole realization and how we should try to live each day in a nutshell. Yes. And she goes... I realized that the entire universe is composed of unconditional love, and I'm an expression of this. Every atom, molecule, quark, and tetraquark is made of love. I can be nothing else because this is my essence and the nature of the entire universe. In fact, the universal life force energy is love, and I'm composed of universal energy. Yes, Realizing this made me understand that I didn't have to try to become someone else in order to be worthy. I already am all that I could attempt to be. Similarly, wow. when we know we are love, we don't need to work at being loving towards others. Right. Instead, we just have to be true to ourselves and we become instruments of loving energy, which touches everyone we come into contact
2: with. Wow, I love that. I'm going
3: to read one last thing she says here because this is is great. She says, realizing that we are love transcends this. It it means understanding that there is no separation between you and me. And if I'm aware that I am love, then I know you are too. If I care for myself, then I automatically feel the same for you.
2: Wow. And Abraham Hicks, Esther and Abraham Hicks says, everything exists for joy. There's not one other reason for life than joy. We're not trying to get someplace else. We're not trying to get it done because there is no ending. We cannot get it done. Everything exists for the purpose of joy in the moment. And coming up next, Professor Robin Owens gives us an honorary degree in self-acceptance with today's Daily Word friendly. So thank you for listening to Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio.
1: You're listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. If you have a question or comment about today's show, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, friend us on Facebook at Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, or email us at thing at unityonlineradio.org. Now, back to Funniest Thing.
3: Welcome back to the second segment of today's episode. Your example is your sermon with Robin Owens. It's Daryl and Ed.
2: Yes, and uh, I have a quick bit from Mary Cupferley's book, which is um, God Will See You Through. And I used this last night to, to treat the concern and get my mind back in the flow when I woke up at like 4 a.m. and my mind... Was, like you said, taking out the trash, but I was awake to see it and I got scared. (laughs) I know, it's bad when that happens. So Here's a good affirmation for you, which is God will turn it to good. If you are concerned about some situation in your life, dear friend, know that God will turn it to good. If you feel that circumstances are against you, remember again that God will turn it to good. God will turn the difficulty into advantage. God will sweep through the turbulent thoughts and emotions and conditions with a powerful wave of light. God will turn everything to good. God will turn it to good. God's power is infinite, and it is present in your life right now. God will turn it to good. Believe this with all your heart. Believe this with all your mind. God will turn it to good. You need not know how or when or by what means. Trustingly, as a child, as a child believe it. Choose to believe. Choose to continue to believe, and choose to find peace and healing through believing. It says, God will turn it to good. The more often you speak these words, the stronger you will become. The more secure you will be in the faith that good is on the way and in in overflowing measure and from every direction. And that's what I used last night to treat the concern because... I had the concern that the concerns were never going to go away, that my mind, like, how am I still thinking this, you know, like negative thoughts? But I just said, God will even turn my thoughts to good. And I just drifted off to sleep and, and rest, rested peacefully after that. So And
3: today turned out to be a great day. You today even I'll... had a visitor.
2: That's true. At your school that was positive. Which one? Bandit? No, you had... um. Jessica, Jessica yeah, Jessica oh, very, Lee, yeah, the world's best OT. That's true. In my classroom, now You're you
3: got to let them know what an OT is.
2: Occupational therapist. Thank you.
3: Okay, you ready, Ed?
2: Yeah. Thank the listeners.
3: This is the time we thank the listeners. Yes. And we love your emails. We love everything we receive from you, even your actual letters that you mail to our PO box at funniest thing PO box thirteen twelve. Culver City, California, 90232. Yes. You could easily contact us and access anything we do at Daryland.com. Yes. And as always, uh, there's a guy who makes this show possible and has done so for almost 10 years.
2: <laughs>
3: and is and he's the only he's the only listener we can honestly say has listened to every single episode.
2: That's right.
3: It's our audio engineer, and his name is
2: Jeff Comfort, comfort. Yes. And each week, he, he takes, takes us right into the comfort zone, yeah. Shout out
3: to the prayer line, 800 now prayer or 800-669-7729. Now, we use this all the time.
2: Yes. You know,
3: I mean, it takes guts for a guy to admit he calls the prayer line, but we'll, we happily let you know that because man, there's something about the willingness to call the prayer line yes that already starts bringing about the solution. you know how they say the moment you ask for help
2: yes, the healing begins that's right
3: and when you get the prayer person on the line, it is amazing how yes. effective it how effective the uh prayer immediately. Begins to take hold in your mind. Yes. Also, we read the Daily Word as part of our morning routine. I've been reading it since 1986. Yes. That's nearly a century ago. That's right.
2: (laughs) That's right.
3: But uh, And Ed's been reading it for many, many years, over a decade as well. That's right. And we have our guests come on. You can read it for free, though, on our website at the bottom of the page. It refreshes every day or go to Dailyword.com, where you can subscribe or read it daily for free there. We both yes. subscribe to the paper editions. Yes. It comes every two months, and it's just a morning reader with a great message. That's Always right. seems to be exactly what you needed for that day. And, That's right. And our guest usually joins us to discuss and read that and also talk about our topic today. And Ed, why don't yes. you introduce our guest today?
2: Our friend is a college professor of all things. She's also on the board over at the Unity of the West Side. Last time she came on, we had some audio issues. It was a great episode. We had a great chat. Every time we talk with Robin Owens, we are delighted. Um, She has her own podcast. Um, We just listened to an episode with Kia Myers Dugan. Is that the way she says her name? I think so. Yeah, Yeah, yesterday. And... uh, let me make sure here. Well, Robin, why don't you come on and say hello to everybody? We love you. Welcome.
4: Hello, everyone. And hello, Daryl and Ed. I'm so happy to be here
2: with you as always. Oh, my gosh. And the, the name of your podcast is Leadership Purpose with Dr. Robin, correct?
4: Correct. That's it. Leadership Purpose with Dr. Robin. Now, yeah. Ed, from now on,
3: I think when you introduce the guest, we're going to play that um, theme. From the Mm. dating game? No, from the dating game. Yeah. Because that's what it sounded like. And our next next
2: contestant
3: is Dr. Robin Owens.
2: Yes. And then you went into the description. It was perfect. That wasn't bad, especially Robin. You know, my mind uh, lately, I have so much of teaching, which you could probably relate to with the online stuff and then the in-person. Like, there's so many different things. My My brain sometimes uh, feels like it just gets totally overloaded, and I was having one of those moments, so I'm so glad I was able to conjure up that introduction. Hopefully I did it justice.
3: Yeah, it sounded like Bob Eubanks. Great. Yes,
2: you did. So uh, we know you've been listening through the first segment. Um, Are there any thoughts that have been bubbling up that you you would want to share before we continue? We always like to ask our guests.
4: You know, this is going to sound trite, but it's true. The topic. Your example is your sermon,
0: mm-hmm.
4: and you too. Your example is your sermon, all the time. Mm. Every time I see you, just like today, you're just talking to your through your experiences, right? The insurance company and whatever the thing is, and how you responded to it, right? And how you responded to it is such an example of the sermon mm. that we all do. And so, as I was listening to you, and I'm like, this is what I get all the time from both of you, and it encourages me. And I hope it encourages whoever's listening to to just think about their own lives and reflect on it and kind of do the things that you're modeling it's okay to have them and then make the change in the moment
2: right yes yeah you know yeah you know i um i used to play a lot of music as a singer in a band that i got into in college and uh having like done it a long time and realized like and, and, you know, and, and looked up to a lot of different bands and musicians and seen how these people live and such. One thing I think and I think Daryl and I have this in common, which is we both realize we don't want to grow up and then into some role where we have to pretend to be somebody else for a living. We want to we hopefully more and more as we move forward, our life is just reflecting who we really are so that when we're sharing and, and being and doing whatever we're doing, we're really just being ourselves. And there's no greater feeling. And I really feel like the game is real, of life is really designed that way when we apply and understand that these principles are at work, that there's a divine order, that we've all been divinely and masterfully created, that we're amazing. And too often we're like overlooking the, the very things that are amazing in order to try to be something else that we think other people might accept or that we think for some reason we should be.
3: Yeah, amazing as is. Good yes. enough as is, because our as is, is the thing that makes us special.
2: Right.
4: Yes. And if as creatures of a creator, you, this is the way we are created. Right. The best gift that we could do is be it.
2: Right. <laughs> yes. You
4: know what we are created. And this is who we are. Each one of us. This is who we are.
2: That's right. That's right. And we get to create Co-create the sort of reality we live in, and and you know I find that the human minds are an interesting thing because if enough people agree that okay we're all going to pretend we're something that we're not, and you do it long enough, you forget that that's a choice, and that like that's not really the way we're designed to live, nor is it the most effective way to live. Like there's a there's another way to live, and we could be an example of that, which is to shine light on the best in everything and bring. Be a loving presence to um, everyone that we encounter to encourage them to to bring out their best to put down their guard. I mean, I deal with uh, I practice this all the time in my work with uh, you know in, in public education as a, in special education. And I have a big meeting tomorrow, and that's what I'm practicing getting ready to do. Instead of going there to defend myself and prove that I've been doing any, everything right, instead, encouraging others and just letting everyone know them you know, what I've really been doing and trusting that that is not just good enough, but that's the best that I can do.
3: Well, like in our description, it says the worst lie we tell ourselves is that we're not good enough as is. Right. And that puts me at such a disadvantage because it makes me feel like an outsider perpetually trying to prove otherwise instead Mm -hmm. of because if I think I'm not good enough as is, I can't let my guard down. Right. Not only that, I'm always trying to figure out what is the trick here for me to impress you so you accept me because I know you won't accept me as is. Right. Man, what a relief to be able to just drop your guard and just be, you know,
2: this is it. This is me. Yep.
4: Yep. That's freedom at its best.
3: You know what? Mm-hmm. I think one of our greatest spiritual, uh, there's a, a spiritual leader that I've always looked up to uh, from the 70s. I'm not sure if Robin and Ed are familiar with her. Who is it? Her name was Geraldine. Uh-huh. And you know what she said? What'd she say? What you see is what you get, baby. <laughs> it, was, it was actually Flip, Flip Wilson. Yeah, Flip Wilson. And man, ain't that the truth? She that She was an example of, just let it go. Yeah, this is me. And man, when we're ourselves, that's when we feel so good about ourselves, and right. that feeling is what makes us attractive. Yes, to others. That's the charisma. The charisma is already there. Right. Once I stop. Once I stop trying to prove or win you over. Right. Then I win you over. Right. But I can only do that by trusting that God will meet my needs. So my emotional dependence isn't on whether or not you accept
2: me. That's right. That's right. Ah, What a relief, man. You know, the other thing that I would say, the title of this show came from talking about how, like, oftentimes when people— uh, uh, ministers, or I mean, it could be anyone who gets in front of people, but we, when I was thinking about how ministers will make the sermon bigger than them, like, I better not get this wrong. I better have all my P's, you know, the Q's in place and, you know, dot, dot my I's and, and try to put on this, like, what I call, uh, when I see it happening at meetings at school, I call it like a fourth grade book report. Like, look what I did. I wrote this perfect report and there, I don't make any mistakes, you know, like, but that's not really a, like the sermon is getting up there and just being yourself and sharing how you apply the tools. That's what inspires other people to do it. It's not like look at me, I do all this stuff right. Or even it's just if you're living the principles and you get up there and share how they work, you know, and, and how maybe you failed or whatever, and laugh about and show because at the, at the underneath all of this is the awareness that we are always loved, accepted, and supported. By, like Daryl said, not by the approval of others, although that often comes in spades when we actually just trust in God because now we're not trying to get it. But we're always being provided with this love from within. And then and that our job is actually like when I go into these meetings, it's like I can be the channel through which God flows into that. If I don't think there's enough of it, then I can open wider and become even more of a channel for it. I can become that.
4: And it really does make a difference in the atmosphere of the room and in the people when you do that.
2: Yeah, right, right. Yeah, we heard uh, on your show, I think it was Kia, that said something about like her real job is giving people a permission slip for confidence or something like that. And that's like what we do when when we're the ones who – when I'm willing to put my guard down first, then it gives – because everyone wants to. No one wants to. I mean there's a very rare bird who wants to actually play that game and is willing to – Everyone else is playing it maybe because of that one person who they think, you know what I'm saying, that's setting the example. But we can offset that by showing as soon as that, you know, as soon as we like burst that bubble of self-defense and all that stuff, everyone else's joy starts to just flow out much more easily. Yeah.
3: The best thing that can happen is to trip on my way up onto the stage. Right. (laughs) Because that just lets everyone off the hook, especially me. It doesn't always happen. But when it does, I'm like, oh, thank God. And you would think that would be the worst thing that could happen. Right. But it no longer is.
2: Yeah. So, um, well, you know, one, one thing before we get to the Daily Word, Robin, I know for you, I, it seems to me that stepping out boldly for you was to do, you know, creating your own podcast and, and recording these episodes. So I imagine that you've had to step out boldly and you've probably learned a few things along the way from doing a podcast, eh?
4: Yeah, I learned a lot of what you're talking about this morning, because in some of the podcast episodes, most of them I'm interviewing someone else. But every couple of episodes, I'll do one on my own. And when I'm interviewing someone else, no problem, no issues with nervousness or anything like that, showing up fully as myself. In the solo episodes, the moment I start, I get nervous. I mean, I don't even know where it comes from. It just rises up in me. And I'm like, my knees are knocking and I'm going through this just shaking, but I just make my way through it. Each time I just make my way through it. And I think that's a key to just keep going. Yeah, because, by going.
3: yeah, I agree. And I know for a fact, by just doing it, you will, the guard get, like you, our guard comes down more and more and more to the point where you're going to be just like I have in situations like that. I'm like, holy cow, I feel totally comfortable doing this. But just six months ago, this was very rigid for me, and I almost quit. i got to admit it. I give you credit because, you know, although my ego wants to be the most famous person, I appreciate that I don't have to do this podcast by myself mm-hmm. because it makes it so much easier yeah. to have somebody totally. else to, to bounce ideas off of. And it also eliminates any of the... I'm carrying the weight of everything and I better right. do it right. It kind of like helps throw that off my shoulders.
4: Yeah, yeah. And it's great. And you two have such a good uh working chemistry that it works.
2: Right. More than most. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and it's the way divine order led us to each other. We were we attended a med- meditation at Agape Spiritual Center at lunch. When I first came to Culver City to work for the school district, and Daryl was working for Time Warner, um, in their TV station down there, and uh, we just happened to meet there. And uh, you know, it's that's what happens when we apply these principles. Who, you know, we would have never guessed that we would be doing this now, all these years later. So uh, it's amazing. God really does provide everything, and in the most amazing ways. Even this show, our sound—we're continually improving our sound. We met. A, we we moved to Dots. Uh, workspace studio here in culver city to do the show and a man named matthew who uh i guess he works with sound or something yeah he
3: just happens to be an expert on mics and audio and that's his job is even doing reviews on mics and audio boards so now
2: he's helping us improve the sound. I mean, he, and he just...
3: He listens to our show. Yeah. Since we, and then he goes, wait, you guys need to tweak this. You guys need to tweak that. Yeah. And every week we're getting a little better and a little better. Yeah. Thanks to his support. But this is how it works. Yeah. Once we're going in the direction of our heart's desire and we're not getting bitter off over the imperfections.
2: Right.
3: It's the the the... What do, what could I say? The solution presents itself without even a struggle
2: or an right. effort. That we
3: didn't even know we needed this right. guy in our lives. Yeah, and now here we are. Right. <laughs> I love
2: that. Yeah. So yeah, the last thing. Then we, let's get to the daily word. But I was going to say the 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 main thing I'm learning is like how to not shoot myself in the foot before I get to the destination. I I feel like God's going to say. Why were you taking all that stuff serious? That was supposed to be a comedy. I was sending you that stuff to laugh at while I took care of the stuff for you. Why and you... you
3: weren't laughing. Why did you not laugh no, at no. that I know. Why
2: weren't you laughing? <laughs> oh, my God. I, you know what? I, I
3: made a, a career out of burning bridges before I uh, crossed them. Right. <laughs> yeah, until I until I started learning this stuff. And I still have that tendency in my mind to go, oh, forget it. Let's do this. And I go, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Robin, do you have the daily word there to read?
4: I have the daily word here, and the daily word for today is friendly. Yeah. I enjoy being friendly. The world is made brighter when people reach out in kindness and love. Today I make a commitment to brighten my corner of the world by being friendly. It takes only a moment to share a caring word, or considerate act, but it can completely change someone's day. When I get preoccupied with my thoughts, I remind myself that I wanna be welcoming and to be a welcoming person. I become open and responsive to the world around me. My open-hearted nature is inspirational. I share a laugh and start a chain of reaction of joy. I show interest in someone and encourage them to share. Through my openness, and welcoming nature, I invite those around me to express their friendliness. And from Micah 6, eight, he has told you, O mortal, what is good and what does the Lord require of you, but to do justice and to do love, kindness, and to walk humbly with your God. And so it is. Ah, so it is. Wow. This really takes all...
3: This is like the simple advice I could give myself prior to any situation that seems overwhelming. Daryl, just enjoy being friendly in this experience. Yes. And I will take care of the rest. That's pretty much what it's saying in the Bible verse. Look, it's saying, look, Daryl, nothing heroic, no strain is required of you here. Please take my advice. Yeah. All you need to do is enjoy being friendly in this moment. Yes. And I'll do the heavy lifting. Man, what a relief. And it's true. Every time I take that tact, it works out better than expected.
4: It always has in my life too. Just put the fear away. Put the fear aside. Just yes. put it aside and go in and be friendly. Yes. Changes the whole atmosphere.
2: Yes, yes. You know, on Tuesday, the Daily Word said, I bless others and I'm blessed in return. I am abundantly blessed, and one of the best ways to deeply feel my appreciation for all the good in my life is by blessing others. Today, I commit to seeing others with new eyes. I behold all people as divine beings, unconditionally deserving of my kindness and respect. With a grateful heart, I shower them with blessings of peace and prosperity. Ah. What a relief.
3: What a relief. I can't believe how fast the show is flying by.
2: Yeah. Robin, you want to say any cl- uh, parting words before we move on to uh, wrap up the show?
4: I just want to add one thought to what you just said. And going in and being friendly, no matter what the situation, it, like you two were saying earlier, it creates that feeling of joy. And the joy is what brings in the goodness. And it's just a cycle of abundance, abundance of joy and love and just a cycle creating and recreating itself, all starting from being friendly.
3: Yes. Amen. It is the most powerful thing we can do. Wars
2: end because of friendliness. That's right. I mean, it's it's incredible. Yeah, well, don't hang up yet, Robin. we got a couple minutes, but we want you to hear the story we have here. And check out Leadership with leadership Purpose with Dr. Robin. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, you'll find her. We, we love it. Um, Okay, we got a little story here from when Robin Owens was in high school. She was known for taking things quite literally. One day, when one of her most inspiring teachers woke her up from a mid-class nap, Robin replied,
3: Hey, I was just following your recommendation.
2: The professor was shocked. By sleeping in class, Robin innocently told her teacher,
3: Yes, you told me to always follow my dreams.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> alright it's, it's always a... I
4: stand by that today <laughs> yes hey
2: Robin do you have the sound on on your computer or something
4: I'm not sure what you're asking
2: me oh like is the volume on on your computer I was just curious I keep hearing one little thing but it, it's fine it'll work out but I just was curious if that's what that noise was that I was continuing to hear but um, don't worry about that at all we hear FedEx, we here Enzo, the FedEx feline, drag, coming through. The cat who drags in our mail. Yes. And Christina Robom from our Facebook Live a Saturday Truth Talk, which is 4 p.m. Pacific time on our Facebook fan page, said the meditation was magic. Ah, thank you for sharing that. And then Joan Rose, who joined us last week during our uh, Facebook Live at the beginning of the episode. Uh, which is on 2.30 p.m. Pacific time on Thursdays, typically, said, what a great discussion on taking offense. I will put your affirmations into practice. Wow, this came at the perfect time. Sue Hodgson from Canada said, make make your career about love awesome.
3: Wait, who is this barging in here with the
2: crazy outfits? It's Sly and the Family Stone.
3: You, you could call me Sylvester.
2: Oh, okay. So. <laughs> okay just, <laughs> you want to sing us out?
3: Yeah, man. Just This is an old song. Probably sounds familiar. But, of course, the producers changed the original lyrics. But we're going to sing those today. All right. Okay, you ready? it is my sermon. Tournament.
2: Grinning just for fun. Fingers started snapping. God is number one. I want to thank you for letting me be myself again. Thank you. For let me be myself, my friend.
3: Visit darrellanded.com. Robin Owens, we love you. To find easy bum, 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 links to everything we do. Bum, 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 bum. And as always, thank you for being a part of bum, 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 Funniest Thing with
2: Daryl and Ed, Ed on, on Unity the Online Radio. Smile on the face. Chit-chat affirmations. Blessings in the place. I want to thank you for letting me be myself again.